Welcome to the Evolve Your Game podcast. My name is Jose Antonio Fernandez. I'm a high performance coach, author, and tennis philosopher. Our mission is to help people to live fuller lives and to tap deeper into their own potential. Tristan, good to have you here with me in my podcast. Um, I'm happy to be able to ask you a few questions that I've been asking some of uh, the guys uh, your age and and, and similar uh, life paths. So uh, please introduce yourself uh, so people know who you are and what you do. Well, yeah, for sure. I'm I'm Tristan Boyer. I am a freshman on the Stanford tennis team. Um, I I was um, top ten in ITF juniors. Uh, I was playing a little bit of futures, and now I'm here um, playing college tennis. Okay, great. Yeah, I know that you had a a, a nice uh, junior career, and uh, you're going both directions right now. A little bit. Um, Tennis on the, on, on the side and, and college, no? So it's for sure a nice experience. So I'll, I'll, I'll try to go with you in this journey, looking back at, at uh, what brought you here today where you are. Um, so my first question to you is, um, um, how did you start playing tennis? Um, so when I was really young, probably two or three, my dad, he was a sports agent. He gave me a bunch of um, sports equipment to play with. <laughs> and I really liked the tennis racket. And, um, and so I started to, to play with that. He gave me a balloon to hit around the house um, with the tennis racket. And, um, and yeah, that's how I started to play. I, I played other sports also when I was younger, obviously. Uh, I played soccer for a little bit. I played basketball, football in high school, um, in middle school. Um, but yeah, I started playing tennis from when I was three because my parents gave me a, a little racket. Well, nice. And um, how long did you do the other sports as well? Or, or better said, when did you decide you were going to play more tennis than other sports? Yeah, what it's, happened it's there? pretty much after, after middle school. Um, so I played, I played the other sports on my middle school teams and I played soccer outside of, uh, school for until I was, I think 11, pretty, pretty old, I guess, relatively old, 11 or 12. I was playing soccer in my club team. And, um, and then, yeah, until I was 13, I, I played other sports, uh, in middle school. I even played volleyball also on the team, um, but yeah, I was, that was when I le- went at the end of middle school, when I was deciding whether I was going to continue with high school or go to school online. That was when I decided that I wanted to try to play, play good tennis uh, and take it more seriously. Okay. And uh, what was your, your parents' role in this, in this uh, time in tennis for you once you started to play more seriously? Well, yeah, my, yeah, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. My, my parents um, have always been really supportive um, and they want whatever is best for me. Um, so when I told them that I want to be a good tennis player, they um, they really put all their energy into supporting me. I mean, not all their energy, not just that they, they do whatever they can to support me in that goal. Um, so they they try to give me the best coaches that they can afford and uh, and and 
provide me with opportunities to play tournaments and, and everything like that. Um, and so um, that's always been their, their goal, whatever, whatever I, 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 um, whatever my dreams are, they, they are always supportive of those, um, even if it's not tennis. And so when I said I wanted to play tennis, they immediately um, helped me to make the decisions and gave me the resources to start doing that. And they've been very supportive my whole career. So uh, you know that, I mean, you've been around for a while already, that there are different models. You know, there are parents that are really hands-on and they go on court kind of coach as well and feed balls and do all that. Where Was one of your parents more that kind or, or they delegate uh, the coaching always to, to somebody else? Um, I think they try to delegate as much as possible. Um, my dad is is a, a little more intense than my mom and he he always was interested in my tennis obviously but he i think i think he knew he he, he knew really well like where his place was he doesn't know anything about tennis uh, or not that much about tennis he worked in tennis but he didn't coach or anything or play so he doesn't know anything about developing a player and so he was he was good about stepping away and trusting the coaches that he that he got for me uh so the coaches that i was working with so that was, it was a good, good job for him. Um, and so I, I wouldn't say he was like, like my parents were hands off because they're involved in the decision-making process and stuff like that. Um, but they, they knew pretty well, like where they're, where they should trust other people. Um, I think that was good. Okay. Got it. Got it. And do you remember, for example, your beginnings in tennis? Let's say, I mean, not when you were three or four, but when you started to play a little bit more often and uh, um, a certain coach that made an impact on you. Um, wh what was like uh, the kind of coaching you received? Was it very technical or was it more uh, like playing the game or, or um, any philosophy like, fight a lot or be respectful of your opponents what, what is there anything you remember from those days that, that I mean, marked you in, yeah in the in the beginning when i was young um i think there was a lot of emphasis on technique i think that's that's a little bit of a an american thing that uh they focus a lot on technique um but when i when i when i when i left school and started to go to online school I started working with a coach who was, he's from Zimbabwe, but he learned how to coach in Spain. Um, and so I started to, to focus a lot more on the movement and playing the game with your feet. Um, and so I think that's, that's when I was really successful, I was doing that really well. Um, and I was really good with my movement, even though I'm pretty tall, not super tall, but like relatively tall. And I was always one of the best movers in the, the juniors. Um, and so that was the philosophy when I left school. But before that, it was I had a pretty solid technical foundation. I think that's from the coaches, the US coaches style. Okay. So it was a little bit of a mix at the beginning, more technical and then more more game oriented. Footwork yeah. and understanding the game. Got got it. Exactly. And did, did you have any any idol, any role model that you say, Oh, I would like to play like this guy, or or was nothing there that I mean, player player wise, I always my favorite was Djokovic. Um, 
so I guess that that guy and then um probably my coach I guess would, would have been like a the closest thing I had like a role model I guess I I looked up to him a lot and uh he helped me a lot with like my work ethic and stuff like that made me the 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 worker the player I am today I guess okay and in these years of uh, training and in competition and I know you've traveled a lot and I mean you've experienced uh, good coaches as well uh, have you had any any like insight like a learning that you say okay wow this is very important for me in my tennis or in my life have you had any experience like that that you can say that you remember I have a couple in my years in tennis that I could yeah. pick I mean that's a really tough one um I think when I got to college, I realized a little bit that like you need to um, focus a little bit on the things that are outside of tennis. Um, and you can't just be like only a tennis player um, because it, it, it can be, I don't know, um, it can be difficult. That was one of the recent ones that I had. Um, can, 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 I, you I, can you explain a little bit more of that one? So, I mean, yeah, I was, when I got here, I was struggling a little bit with, with, um, how do I phrase this? I don't know. With, I was struggling a little bit in matches because I, I had some self-doubt that I wasn't, that I wasn't a good enough player because I wasn't, I, I didn't, tennis was, was a large percentage of my life before, still is, um, compared to other people. Um, but like when you think that there are other things in life that you can do besides play tennis, um, it takes a little bit of pressure off when you're on the court. Uh, and I think that that's helped me in the last couple, couple months and trying to like figure that out. Um, I learned not being around other people and in college you're exposed to other parts of life that you wouldn't be exposed to normally. Um, mm -hmm. And so that, that, that helped me to, to realize and it takes pressure off when you're playing um so yeah i guess that's that's one of the yeah. things like understanding that life is more than than only tennis yeah yeah i mean i know as, as tennis players we get really really involved in what we do and everything revolves about around rackets strings training forehands backhands trips points ranking yeah it can get yeah uh, it, can, it consumes your whole mind and uh and then if you're not if you're not having like a like i don't know if you're not having the success that you think that you should be having then it can be very painful um and if you don't have anywhere else to have success in your life then then it, you struggle you can have you can feel a lot of pressure when you're playing and not in a good way yeah Um, yeah, a, a, a lot of um, um, good good players like like you uh, have pretty full days even before college, because you you practice, you go, you sit down, you do your online school, and then you go practice again, and then you travel. Sometimes you guys get behind on school because there's so much going on. Uh, but in those days, did you have like anything to balance that, to not I mean, be only tennis in, in school? Yeah, hobbies. It was, it was, it was, I, I had a little bit 
when I, especially when I was home, I have my, my friends at home that I knew cool. Um, and I had, I don't know, some things I like to do. I'd spend time with my family or I don't know. I played a lot of video games, stuff like that. But, um, but when I was traveling, I wasn't, I wasn't really a guy who like was hanging out with friends on other players. I was really focused when I was, I was at tournaments. Um, and so traveling was tougher. Uh, I'd spend a lot of time doing homework. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, that was tough. Uh, that was tough. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see that. You know, when I was yeah. younger, it was a little bit different because I think in a way we were less professional than, than you guys are. I mean, we had less things to take care of. I, I, I only need to compare the way you guys warm up before practice and what we did. Uh, so already there, you have uh, 30 minutes more, uh, maybe a day or, or per practice that you use more than we did. Uh, the whole fitness scenario has changed as well. Yeah, so I can see that uh, at times it can be very, um, the day can be very full of tennis and very little time to do other things. Yeah, so now you're experiencing these other parts of life uh, in college, no? Yeah. Pe people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's, it's a lot easier to do that here because uh, it's, it's so like close to you. You don't have to work as hard to find uh, those like experiences, I guess. Uh, and so you can, you can play and then you have um, other things besides tennis right there. Yeah. I understand. Um, this question is also pretty tough. I, I ask it always and not always I, I get a, um, an answer, but I'll, I'll do it anyway. Which one is your biggest challenge right now at this very moment? What is, what is, uh, um, yeah, consuming a little bit of your um, mental energy, mental, emotional energy? Um, that's tough. Uh, I mean, probably, probably what we just talked about, I think being able to, to be successful uh, in like a really different environment than I was playing before mm -hmm. with a lot of different factors that's going on. Um, and some things that, are, that, that mentally that arm me struggle with confidence a little bit, uh, like, like, like not playing, you know, the way that I want to be playing just because it's a different environment, but then that, that hurts you know um my confidence and then it starts to spiral a little bit so i would say that probably is the biggest challenge right now uh, i'm starting to to play better but uh, it was tough the first couple months here um l let me try to understand that uh so what i understand is the difference between before you were in college that you had more time to practice or a different schedule to practice and then you have to combine uh your time of tennis with time uh, for academics is is that uh, yeah that's 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 one of the biggest things for sure that and then also playing on court in college matches is very different because it's really really loud and a lot of distractions oh. and there's also no also no ad and so I got to college and lost to um, a player who was re really not good um, relative to my level. Um, 
who well I shouldn't say that he he played played pretty well on that day and I didn't play well and I mean basically the lesson is that you can lose to anybody in college and there was there was really a, a surprise to see that and so figuring that out a little bit that that hurt my confidence a lot and then I started I was played some other matches that weren't very good either and so I started to feel that I wasn't performing the way that I should be performing uh like I was like or playing like I was playing like before college and so then with all since those start to hurt your level then you lose confidence and then it hurts your level a little bit more and then you lose more confidence and it yeah yeah hurts can, you can you explain can, can you explain to people please um Tristan that people that uh, haven't seen college tennis how the scoring goes Why, yeah, why is so, it different? Yeah, so you play uh you play uh no ad so when you get to deuce you just play one point inside the game and um and so it's the matches are normally closer because um instead of having to win if if you're down let's say 30-40 you only need two points in a row to win the game instead of three um and you yeah so it's people can come back from from tough situations and lose a lot of games really quickly. Um, like relative to a normal match where you have to win the game by two points. Um, so it's a very, it's a very, very different environment. And then on top of that, you, you have like guys who are saying like, come on and getting super pumped up after every single point, no matter what happened. Um, guys in the stands, they yell after every point. Um, and it's completely different from a normal environment where it's tennis is normally really pretty quiet and contained and you don't have to deal with that. And it's a very, very different experience when you play a match. Yeah, for sure. Huh? Yeah, I, yep. I, I never, I never played college tennis, but I've seen it on, on, on TV and it's, it's, it's different. It's like a, a football match, people screaming on, yeah. <laughs> outside so it can get really, It's exactly. uh, really different. Yeah. Yeah. Very different. Um, yeah, for sure. Tough to um, adapt. Kind of new. Um, and uh, another question is, um, have you learned any life lessons in tennis that you say I can use that in other aspects of my life? Something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought that... Um, the general approach that you take to, to being a good tennis player is something that is applicable to the rest of life. So like, just like realizing how, like what, what it takes to be good at something that's applicable to the rest of my life. So like, if I, let's say that, like, if I, if I don't end up playing tennis, I know like how much work it's going to take to be a good, whatever, whatever job I end up doing. I realize that like the amount of effort it takes to be, to be that good at something that like I'll, I'll apply that to whatever I'm doing. And so I think that like mindset of like, you need to improve every day, you need to put in a lot of hours, you need to be very dedicated and specific. Those things are applicable to whatever you want to be good at, not just tennis. So um, I would say that's the biggest thing that I've learned from tennis. Yeah. And uh, as you said at, at the beginning, um, that you in in tennis you learn or you know more or less a process on how to create success how how would you define success 
for you? What is it? How do you know when you're successful? I mean, I have goals that I set for myself. If I achieve those goals, I'll be successful. But also, I think if I end up, if I feel like I've pushed myself to the full limit that I can be and really tried my hardest and I'm the best that I can possibly be of myself, I'll also feel successful even if I don't achieve my goals. But um, I think that my goals are achievable personally. But I think that it's it should be based on what what percentage of your maximum ability that you've gotten to. If you fully if you fully max out your potential, then that's successful. Okay. Yeah, I like the definition. Yeah, it's like uh, trying to get the best out of yourself. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, and my, my last question for you, Tristan, is if you would go back and give little Tristan an advice when you started to play tennis, what would you tell him? Um, oh, that's tough. <laughs> That's really tough. Um, probably, um, I would say, I the importance of of learning how to fight in a match. I would have worked on that more probably. Um, instead of instead of focusing on oh, like you know, tennis is about who's a better player. Tennis is not about who's a better player. Tennis is about who can win the match. <laughs> um, So I would probably tell myself to, to work on that more. Try to win some matches playing like that. Um, if you're playing bad, you still need to win. So I would, I would, I would tell myself that probably. When you were younger, were you um, f focused on playing good at times? It, it doesn't matter what and even losing, yeah. trying to For play sure. good? For sure. Yeah, I was focused a lot on the style of play. And I, I think you need to be. I think you need to be, especially in, when you're like really young, like 12, 14, you need to focus on how you're playing and a little bit less on winning. But you still need to focus on winning. I would have focused a little bit more on winning than on playing the right way. Yeah. Do you Because think at some it, point, it, it, it doesn't matter how you play. At some point, you just need to win. So. Yeah. For sure. At some point, everybody plays. Yeah well and then you have the little difference uh, who knows how to win those big points yeah. and make a, and make a difference exactly. yeah. sometimes it's it's, exactly. it's interesting when we look at uh, scores in matches nowadays with statistics you see sometimes that <clears throat> a match was played and, and the one that lost uh, won eight points less yeah in the match right no one and a half hour and the the one won 54 points and the other the other one 48 or 46 or whatever it's yeah minimal differences yeah um, yeah exactly all right tristan uh you you took me to through your journey i've been doing that <laughs> with a, a few of uh the kids your generation and a little younger a little older and it's and it's so fun because Uh, there are a lot of common commonalities, but also some uh, substantial differences on, on the approach. And I think it's very interesting for other kids that are younger or sometimes for parents. I've got some nice comments from parents when they listen to a player like you that, I mean, I, I can openly say that you've had a lot of success in your, in your tennis so far. 
being able to be in, a, in, in, in college in Stanford and have been at a top 10 is great. And I had the privilege also to have you a couple of weeks on my court and uh, I was uh, very impressed by your attitude. Um, very, very good attitude, very professional. And I don't even want to use the word professional in this case, but very committed to what you were doing. And um, I think those are things you develop on the tennis court um, throughout the years and that uh, it can take you a long way wherever you go. So uh, congrats on that. And yeah, and thank you so much for being here uh, with me. I, I hope I'll see you soon somewhere around. The world of tennis is, is small after all. Uh, best <laughs> of luck in your academics and best of luck in, in your tennis. And I'll stay in touch. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Tristan. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the ideas we shared. I hope we were able to serve you well. See you in the next one.